1: everyone, welcome to my show. Happy New Year. It's so wonderful to be back with you today after my holiday and I hope you're having a wonderful 2023. Um, I just can't believe what year it is, but we're here and we're going to do it. So today... Um, I thought we would talk about what it's really like to live in Australia. And the reason I decided to do this show was twofold. One, I've been watching lots and lots of things on TikTok where they've been talking about Australia. And I'm like, huh, that's not right. What are you talking about? So I decided I would do my own show and tell you what is and what isn't true and the second reason is in Australia it's um uh, holiday time. Uh, January, basically Australia closes down and everybody takes um, the vast majority of January off as holidays because it's our lovely summertime. So people think I'm crazy for being back at work. They're like, what? It's January. You're back at work. Are you crazy? But here I am and loving every single solitary second of it. So I heard somebody say on TikTok that, um, Australians weren't free because we couldn't have guns. And that's just not true. We can have guns. We just choose not to. We've got really strict gun laws in Australia. Uh, the vast majority of people are very, very happy that we have very strict gun laws here. And they came in in, uh, 1996 after we had, um, uh, a man run around tasmania and kill a, a number of people um, we had very strict gun laws come in within a couple of weeks actually of that massacre and of course that man was jailed for life and um remains in jail so yes the gun laws here are strict but yes we can we can have them and lots of people do mainly farmers uh, very few city folk have guns we don't need them and um so it's mainly farmers that have guns and even if people do have guns they don't really talk about it it's not really talked about i've got two friends uh um three friends actually uh one lives in the city he has a gun um, but we were friends for 10 years before he told me that he had a gun because I'm so anti guns. Um, and then a friend of mine who lived in the city but moved to the country, he had a gun in the city and the country. And again, it took him about 10 years to tell me. And then a friend of mine lives on a farm in the country and they have guns, um, because they need them. They need to shoot things like kangaroos. Um, so, People do have guns here. Um at, people that have guns don't promote it and um, most people in Australia, um, in the city, are very anti-guns. So, yes, we can have them but we choose not to have them and it's not really necessary. It's certainly not necessary in the city. Um, most cities have very low crime rates and um, people that come and stay with me think I'm crazy because... I often forget to lock the doors, front doors, back doors, side doors, I often forget to lock them. I usually, you know, manage to lock two or three and then leave one or two open, but I'm never really concerned about it. You know, Sydney is pretty safe. Um, it's unusual to get anything stolen. So um pretty everyone's pretty much oh well whatever you know um and i sort of figure if anyone comes into the house to steal something they're not going to get anything too much and that is typically australian we don't expect to get robbed or anything like that so we are pretty um lax with our security um most people unlike me do actually lock up but um so it is really safe and I know I've had people stay with me and I've forgotten to close the garage door, you know, after driving the car out or something like that. And people have gone, oh, my God, the garage door was left open all day. Was anything stolen? I'm like, no. So, you know, um, people tend to, you know, be very um, trusting here Um a funny story, I went to the supermarket it was a couple of years ago now. I went to the supermarket and did my shopping, put my shopping into the car, drove home, unpacked all my shopping and then looked for my handbag, couldn't find it and thought, oh, the last place I saw it was down in the trolley in the supermarket. So I drove all the way back to the supermarket and looked in the trolley area, no handbag went into the supermarket to the information section and I said to them you know I think I left my handbag in the trolley and the guy said yeah yeah you did but here's your handbag and everything was in there all my cash all my cards my phone like everything was in there No, some kind person had just taken it out of the trolley and given it to um, the information in the supermarket and it was fine everything was there so That's not unusual at all. People just, if they find something that's not theirs, they just tend to hand it in and um, everything's there. I found once someone's debit card in a cash machine and it had their name on it. It happened to be a bank where a friend of mine works. So I rang my friend and I said, this person's left their debit card in the machine can you please call them here's the number here's the name can you call them and let them know that I have it and they can call me and come and pick it up and they did they were very very thankful and said oh my goodness thank you so much for ringing the bank and the bank rang them and they drove over and picked it up and so they had it back within like an hour and they were really grateful for that so it's really safe there are parts of Australia of course that aren't so you might have friends living here that go no that's not true. It's." You know, there's a higher crime rate here or things get stolen here. But on the whole, I'm just talking about on the whole. So do we love Vegemite? Yes, we do. And we pretty much all eat Vegemite. There are some people that don't. My mother hates it and I absolutely love it. Um, I think Vegemite's the bee's knees and I eat it probably three or four times a week and um I think it's fantastic and the problem is that when people are trying it and I've caught people trying Vegemite um you know at work they've been like oh we're going to try Vegemite because in my office um at work we have like a um a breakfast bar and it has Vegemite peanut butter honey all that sort of stuff so you can make toast and there are some um, People, you know, that um, are from Ireland and Germany and stuff like that, um, and they've gone to try Vegemite. Vegemite is um, like um, something that you put on toast. So it's like marmite or jam that you put on toast. And um, it's black and thick and yummy. It's really, really good for you. It's very high in vitamin B. Very, very good for you. And it's largely made out of yeast extract. In the break, I'll go and get my little bottle and I'll show it to you. But it's just, uh, it's a spread that you put on toast. And some people put on toast with cheese or toast with an egg. I like it like that, toast with an egg on top of that. But you need to put it on really sparingly. So I've caught people putting it on like that. Thick, like it's jam and I've gone, stop, no, you're going to hate that. No, 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 take like 99% of it off. You need to just put a very thinly very very thinly on your toaster on your bread and when it's very thin it's really nice Um, and when years ago when Oprah came to Australia she was here I think about a month and um, um, someone got her to try it and she was like yeah that's really yum (laughs) no one in Australia believed her Um, but it was nice that she was really polite and said it was yum but none of us believed her we were all like no, you know, most people that aren't Australian hate it. Um, and the reason we love it, it's one of the first foods that our parents give us because it's very high in vitamins. So. You know, when we first are starting on solids as kids, um, our parents will put Vegemite very thinly, um, on bread or toast. And then we can just sort of lick it or suck it off as babies. And, um, and they know that we're getting lots of vitamins. So that's why, um, we're all put onto Vegemite at a very, very early age. Like I said, it's one of the very first foods parents put their kids on because it's so high in vitamins especially vitamin b so a lot of people a lot of um, my overseas friends laugh at me about my holidays you know i'm a total you should know this from watching me on um me on on this program that i love holidays i'm always planning my next holiday and um you know, Australians take their holidays very seriously. And here's why. We work to live, not the other way around. We don't live to work. We work as mans for our life. So that's it. And we all plan holidays. Our holidays are taken very seriously over here. So we get four weeks paid holidays per year. Every year, every employee gets four paid weeks so we get paid for our holidays so it's not like oh we're going to miss four weeks pay every year no 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 we get paid in full for our holidays and in fact at one point um we used to get paid not only our um our normal wage but we used to get paid 15 percent on top of that that's sort of gone a bit by the wayside now And that doesn't really happen. But we all get our full pay packet even in our holidays. So everyone takes holidays. You can accumulate some holidays, but there is a cutoff point where employers will say to you, you have however many weeks you might have. 20 weeks saved up, and you must take it. You must take like four of those weeks, or something like that. So you can accumulate them. Depends on which um, who you work for, who your employer is, as to how much you can accumulate how many holidays you can accumulate. Um, but in my business, I like everyone to take their full four weeks, you know, during the year. So we're going off to a break now. You are watching It Starts With A Dream. I'm Bronwyn Smith, and um, I'll be back with you in a couple of minutes.
0: Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With A Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist, Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at Network.com. This is it starts with a dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspirechoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to Bronwyn at bronwynsmith.com. To work with her one on one.
1: Hi, everybody. I'm Bronwyn Smith, and you are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network. And today we're talking about what it's like to live in Australia. And the reason I decided to do this show was partly because it's January and we're just getting back into the swing of working and I thought I'd do something a bit different and a little bit fun. And um, also I've been hearing lots of things on TikTok about Australia and Australians that's just completely untrue so I thought I tell you what it's really like to live here it's actually really cool to live here it's a really lovely um, country to live Uh, we try and have a really nice work-life balance and um, we try to spend most of our times outdoors and before the break I was talking about Vegemite um, pretty much everyone's heard about Vegemite and some of the people, um, that are watching this that aren't Australian might have tasted Vegemite and gone, Oh my God, that's so disgusting. What on earth? Um, and then some of you have never heard of or never seen Vegemite. So in the break, I just ran and got my very little bottle. Um, forget about the pizza thing. It is actually Vegemite, but, Vegemite, for some reason, is promoting what you can put Vegemite on, and they're suggesting we put Vegemite on pizza, which would be just disgusting. But anyhow, so this is a mini Vegemite container. You can obviously get them much bigger, but this is enough for me, even though I do eat quite a lot of it. And this is what it looks like, nice and black. And thick, but you just put it on very thinly on bread or toast. And Australians think it's really yummy. Um, and when you come to Australia, um, you've got to try it. It's one of those things you've just got to try. So that's Vegemite. And yes, the vast majority of us eat it. The vast majority of us love it. And I'm one of the lovers. And my mother hates it. She, you know, if you offered her Vegemite, she's like, Oh my God, no. So. She hates it, so there are people out here that don't like it, but the vast majority do like it. So, but the biggest thing, I think, about Australians is our lifestyle. We have a really, really good lifestyle. If you're earning Australian dollars, then, you know, it's not... Um, as expensive as it seems if you're trying to live on another currency. Um, Of course, you know, people like Brazilians find it very expensive when they first get here. And when they start earning Australian dollars, then, you know, they understand that, you know, we can live quite a nice lifestyle out here. Um, I think the biggest negative about our lifestyle is housing is very expensive, almost countrywide, but certainly in Sydney, it's really expensive um, to buy property here. And if you're buying a house in a adjacent suburb, you really need to, you know, you talk about two million dollars for like not, you know, nothing nothing extraordinary just sort of a normal house Um, and if you think oh I'd love to live in a really nice suburb right on the beach and overlooking the water it'd be so pretty you're talking about millions and millions of dollars so um, property is very expensive here Um, but other than that it's a really lovely way of life we have a very outdoorsy way of life we like going outdoors we like being down at the beach or walking along the beach if you've ever um watched you know watched my shows or um seen me on instagram i often do instagram posts um and instagram lives down at the beach and the reason for that is because i'm down there um pretty much all the time if i'm not at work so if I'm not at work, I'm somewhere doing something on the beach. I'm either swimming or surfing or walking, or I'm doing something along the beach. And, um, and everybody's the same. Everyone loves the outdoors. It's sunshine most of the time. We do have winter in Sydney. Um, so one of the biggest misconceptions is that Australia is hot 365 days of the year, and that's just not true. So, up north in Cairns and Darwin uh, the Kimberley region all the very northern parts of Australia um, are hot all year round but they'll be so Cairns at the moment for example would be in the high 30s 40 degrees celsius but then in their winter they're down to 25 to 28 degrees celsius so they do have a big difference between summer and winter it's just for most parts of the world, you know, it seems hot all year round. Sydney, we, um, at the moment, we're in the high 20s, low 30 degrees Celsius. That's sort of the range, but we're in the midst of summer. Some days will go right into the 40s, but then winter will be 16 to 18 degrees during the day. So still really nice, um, but uh, but much colder. So it's always, it goes down about you know, 10 to 15 degrees between summer and winter. So we do have summer and we do have winter. The further south you go, the colder it gets. Um, We do have ski slopes in Australia. People don't think, you know, people think we have to leave the country and go to America or Canada or Europe to go skiing. That's not true. We can go skiing in Australia. We've got um, some really nice ski slopes here. I never go because I don't like skiing, but lots of people do. I've got lots of friends that go skiing for a couple of weeks every year. And um, my old school actually has a campus down on the ski fields uh, in New South Wales. So students can spend um, two semesters uh, a year, the winter semesters, down skiing. So skiing is a big thing here. And, um, and we absolutely have the warm weather but we also have um, cold weather. Why is property so expensive here? Um, I don't really know I think it's just um, everybody likes living on the coast and so the coastal properties are quite expensive um, and there's you know we've got quite a small population comparatively. So Australia is um about the sixth largest country in the world um brazil's bigger the united states is bigger of course russia and china are bigger so um we've got a really big country and yet we've only got 27 million people in the whole country and to put that into perspective In Brazil, in Sao Paulo and Brazil, um, they have 27 million people in that one city. And we've got that same in the whole country. And Brazil's only slightly smaller than Australia. So that's to sort of put it into perspective. Um, what 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 is the one crazy thing people think is true about Australia? That is absolutely not true. Probably that it's hot all year round is probably the craziest thing. Although someone did ask me if we rode kangaroos. I was so tempted to say yes, but I thought better of it. So I said no. Um yeah, Canada's bigger than Australia as well. Someone's just put Canada as the second largest country in the world. True. You're bigger than us. But we're still quite a big country. So For the amount of people we've got, that was my point, we've got 27 million people in the whole country and yet in some countries they've got that in just one city and um, so we've got a very small population. So I think that's the reason why property is so expensive. My true answer is I don't really know. Um, so, but the big, one big thing is, yeah, I've been asked if we ride kangaroos. The answer is no, we don't ride kangaroos, and um you wouldn't really want to and this is another misconception about kangaroos we've got wallabies which is the gray cute ones that you see in a lot of pictures and postcards and things like that and then we've got the kangaroos called the big reds which are about like six foot tall they're really tall they're really they're a really big animal um and to put it into into perspective if you hit um a, well if you even a wallaby if you hit a wallaby or a kangaroo your car could be could be severely damaged to the point of a write-off and the kangaroo will just hop away unharmed it'll be fine so they're really Big big animals, and you wouldn't want to ride them anyhow. And also, um, unless they're tame, they can be quite aggressive. So you wouldn't really um I have seen people trying to go up to a wallaby and try and pat it when it's some um, uh not tamed. Uh, they tend to just hop away and um um and not hurt you, but they can become quite aggressive. So um, Yeah, but they're cute. Those kangaroos are cute. And they don't hop down the middle of our cities. You don't see, you know, wallabies or kangaroos hopping down the middle of George Street, which is our main street in the Sydney CBD or any other main street in Australia. Kangaroos are out in the country um, and out of the cities, but not very far out. You only really have to drive... An hour and a half or two hours outside of a city to see wild wild wallabies you have to go right into the center of australia to see wild kangaroos the real the big red kangaroos so um yeah they've we can't ride them unfortunately we can't ride them so other things that people have asked me is do we have malls yes we do we have shopping malls just like everywhere else in the world we have supermarkets like everywhere else in the world. Um, we have department stores like everywhere else in the world. Um, all of the same things that you would find anywhere else in Europe, England, Canada, um, the US, we have the same or similar things here. Um, I think the only difference is, you know, in a lot of other countries in the world, people like to live in the, you know, main city. So, um, people might like to live in, like, the middle of Toronto or, you know, in New York, in the middle of New York, and Australians don't tend to do that. We tend to live um, out of the CBD. Um, you can buy, you know, apartments and stuff like that in the CBD, so in Melbourne, in Sydney, in Brisbane, etc. but the majority of Australians will live outside the CBD area. Um and the reason for that is because most people want to live close to the beach or as close to the beach as they possibly can. And also because we don't have a lot of people living in our CBDs, they tend to close down. Everyone tends to do um, things on the weekends or after hours close to home so we go out close to home we go to restaurants close to home we go to the beach close to home we do everything sort of close to home so and so the CBD tends to shut down After hours and certainly over the weekend. Many, many years ago, I lived in the CBD for about three months and you'd walk out on um, a Sunday, even on a Saturday, and it would just be absolutely like a ghost town. It was very unsettling, actually. And, um, so, you know, it, um, we, we live outside the CBD. So, um, if you ever move over to Australia and say, I want to live in the middle of the CBD, I'll be like, really? Why? Um, people tend to live outside of our main CBD area and then they just travel into work and travel home again. And then we do everything close to home. Um, and, um, It's just, I don't know why. It's just the way our communities are set up. And so you are listening to It Starts With A Dream. I'm Bronwyn Smith on Inspired Choices Network. And we're going to go to a break and I'll be back with you soon.
0: Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host Bronwyn Smith on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com to work with her one-on-one.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to It Starts With a Dream. I'm Bronwyn Smith and we are on Inspired Choices Network. And today we're talking about what it's like to live in Australia. And, um, most people, you know, come to Australia and they're quite surprised by how laid back everything is and, um, um, you know, how we just sort of, we, uh, work to live as opposed to live to work and uh, you know a lot of my friends who live overseas laugh about you know how we all take holidays like it's part of our culture and we love to travel um so it's not unusual for people in Australia to go overseas every year or every second year um we love it we love exploring um other cultures and other places. Um, someone's asked, are people welcoming of tourists? Um, is tourism big here? It's super big. Tourism is huge, especially in the main cities. So it's really big here in Sydney and Melbourne. Um, it's big in Cairns and um, sort of right along the East Coast because that's how people go to the Great Barrier Reef. And so tourism is really big here. And um we love tourists and um, People will just some tourists will just walk up to you in the um, street and start asking you questions, which is perfectly fine. And um, you know we answer them, we don't mind, and we're really welcoming to people that um, that come to Australia. We love people coming to Australia and exploring Australia, and. Um, uh, it's really easy to make friends whether you you know coming here from overseas or just moving into state. and when I say here I mean Sydney and um, we're used to lots of people you know coming to Sydney and we welcome them and um, and incorporate them into our lifestyle. My niece as you know um, She's just moved back down, back down to Sydney from the Gold Coast again. She lived with me for two years, as I think you all know. And she was really concerned when she was first moving down, would she be able to meet and make friends? And I said, it is way easier to make friends in Sydney than it is to make friends on the Gold Coast, which is in Queensland, where she came from. And um, she loves it down here. She had absolutely no problem making friends within about eight or ten weeks. She had a nice circle of friends and um and they've remained friends ever since and so it's really easy to meet people and make friends what is my favorite thing about australia the beaches hands down the beaches and we've got thousands of them in fact i just googled how many beaches we had in australia and apparently we've got over ten thousand, which is logical we're an island so um Beaches are my favourite thing, and they're beautiful. Um, All the beaches are beautiful, even if you go to, you know, the main beaches that you've probably heard of, like Bondi and Manly, you go there and the sand's lovely and white and the water's, you know, crystal clear, even though it's in the city. Um, And then the more out of the way the beaches are, of course, the cleaner and the more pristine they are. But they are absolutely beautiful. And I've been to lots and lots of beaches all around the world um, and I've yet to find a beach that's more beautiful than one um, in Australia. And I know that sounds awful, um, but um, our beaches really are gorgeous. And um you know, I've been to Greece. I love Greece. It's probably after Australia, probably my favorite country in the world. And their beaches are gorgeous, but still not as nice as ours. So the my favorite thing about Australia is the beaches. And the second thing is probably our quality of life. We have a really good lifestyle here. And, um, And as I've said numerous times, we work to live, not the other way around. And people that have long holidays, you know, it's not, we're not a society of work, work, work. And the more work you do, the more impressed people are. In fact, it's the complete opposite here. You know, if you're working a month or two a year and you've got 10 months a year off, everyone's like, really? How do I get a piece of that? How do I do that? How can I change my lifestyle for that? So it really is, so, you know, a big deal here that people really try to have a really balanced lifestyle, to spend lots of time with their kids and their friends and their family, um, and you know, getting out into the outdoors and sailing and doing whatever. But we're, you know, always as much as possible outdoor outdoors and generally on the water and um, so they that's my favorite things but we've also got things you know um, people say Australia is the most dangerous country in the world and everything out here can kill you and it's true so we've got you know sharks in the water we've got crocodiles we've got you know venomous spiders that will kill you if they bite you we've got snakes that will kill you like we've got the whole gamut like everything everything here can kill you but you know i was at the beach a couple of weeks ago with a friend of mine we're going for a walk along manly beach and um and for the first time i think it's the second time ever the second time i heard the shark alarm go off so um our lifesavers are always checking for sharks off, you know, off the beaches. And if they see a shark, then, um, they, there's an alarm that sounds and then they come onto the loudspeakers and say to everybody, there's a shark, get out of the water. And everyone leaves, gets out of the water. Um, and that's the same, you know, I'm at the beach most days. So that's the, th- First time I've ever heard it at Manly Beach, and I heard it once in um, Bondi Beach as I was leaving the beach. I was actually walking home, and um, so I was just walking off the beach to go home, and um, and the shark alarm went. So, yes, we do have sharks. Yes, they do come into the water, but not very often, not into the main beaches very often. If you're in a secluded beach somewhere then yes you're more likely to see them um but i was watching something the other night that said um we've got you know a lot more sharks in the harbor than we've had for a long time and um and that's just because the water is so clean and so warm and ideal conditions for sharks to come and um, have their babies so um, you know it's a bit of a running joke in Australia where we say you know everything here can kill you and in theory it can but the chances of ever seeing anything that's you know a spider or a snake or anything like that especially in the city that's going to kill you Is really, really slim. Unless you're going into the bush and you're bushwalking, um, then you're going to see it all. Um, But if you're sort of not doing any of that, then you're perfectly safe. If you're just sort of walking around the beaches and doing that sort of thing, then you'll be perfectly safe. So another big thing that people you know, can't get their head around in Australia, especially Americans actually, is it is not part of our society to tip. We don't tip our waiters and waitresses. They are paid very well and um, so Australians don't tip And, and I don't even think about it when I go outside of Australia. People have to remind me when I'm overseas and say to me, Bron, you've got a tip i'm like oh that's right i've got a tip i've got to work out 15% and tip somebody because in our you know in in our country it's not part of our culture we just do not tip um Lots and lots of people will have tip jars and, um, you know, largely we just ignore them. And so when Americans come here and they leave, leave these really large tips, our waiters and waitresses love it. They're like, oh, an American, you know, couple or family here and they leave like this big tip. Um, but we don't. And, you know, and I used to always say, our uh, waiters and waitresses, depending on the day, because, you know, Sundays you get paid more um, in Australia, so earn between $14 and $20 an hour. But just before Christmas and actually after Christmas when I was down at Manly a couple of weeks ago, I um, there was this big sign in a restaurant and it said waiters and waitresses required hourly rate $33 to $37 per hour. to $37 to be a waiter or a waitress. So they get paid really well. And um, so we don't tip because we know they're getting a good wage. And it's not like, you know, America where they're paid $2.50 or $4.50 an hour and then they rely on tips here they just get paid and yes it gets built into the cost of the food and all of that but we don't care like australians don't care we're we're happy that our waiters and waitresses are paid really well and can live you know um a good life and you know we just pay for it in our food Um, and we're happy with that so it's you know something that we just don't do you might do it if you're in a really expensive restaurant and the the you know um waiter has been fantastically good for some reason and i you know can't think what but they've just been amazingly good then you might leave them a tip but you know the we might tip once every year or two or three. That's how rarely we tip and it would be a big deal. For us to tip somebody is a big deal and so it's not a tipping culture. So if you come to Australia, just pay the bill. If the bill's $10 or $15, just pay it and that's all, you know, no one will think any the worse of you. No one's going to go, oh, my God, that person didn't tip me. Um it's not expected. So um yeah, that's that's a really big that's a really big thing here because I see people, you know, I've got been with friends and they've oh we've got to leave a tip and then I've gone, no, we don't tip here, and they think that I'm just being really tight, but I'm not. We, you know, as I said, our waiters and waitresses get paid really well anyhow. Um And, um, and so we just don't tip us already. Their tip is already built into the cost of, you know, into their hourly rate, which is built into the food cost so um yeah so i i love the fact that we don't tip and i love the fact that our waiters and waitresses all get paid really well um i just think it's important that everyone gets paid a decent salary and i'm not criticizing it in other country i'm just saying i'm really pleased that it's different here and um yeah so that's another misconception so if you're planning on coming to Australia you don't have to worry about tipping um you know tipping anybody so everybody's paid you know quite well so just forget about that you can just go on with your daily lives and um enjoy it um Some people have said, you know, it's expensive to buy food and stuff like that here, and it's not so long as you buy what's in season. If you're seeing something that's really, really expensive, it's because it's out of season so if you're trying to buy mangoes in June or July they're going to be like six or seven dollars each as opposed to summer when they're like a dollar a dollar to two dollars each and that's because now Christmas time they're in season and June July they're not so um, I always say to people Um, When they say to me, it's really expensive to buy, you know, fruit and veg here, I always say to them, buy what's in season, and you can tell that from the price. So in summer, everything's cheap. In winter like cauliflower and all that sort of stuff's really cheap because it's in season so when you do that it's much much cheaper to live here people are like oh my god that's made such a difference um and um it's hugely much cheaper to live here so more when i come back we're going off to a break i'm bronwyn smith Uh, You are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be back in just a minute.
0: Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to bronwyn at bronwynsmith.com to work with her one-on-one.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Bronwyn Smith, and you are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network. And today we're talking about what it's like to live in Australia. And we've been talking about, you know, some of the food like Vegemite and um um people have asked me if we really do eat uh, kangaroo and yes we do um, or at least you can buy it I've never eaten it Um, I've never tried it I don't know what it's like people tell me it's delicious but I've never tried it but if you want to buy kangaroo you can and you can eat it and try it for yourself and it's you can just buy it at the local supermarket Um, so yes we have you know we do eat Um, our coat of arms (laughs) which i just find dreadful but we do eat kangaroo we do eat vegemite we love it Um, most australians live close to the coast actually i just looked up the statistics and the statistics are 90 percent of australians live close to the coast so um, we've got a very outdoors beachy um 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 lifestyle and um that's just um just the way we live we're a very outdoorsy um sort of um uh, culture, um, and apart from doing all the water sports you can possibly think of, we do have ski slopes here in Australia, and um, so you can go skiing as well. And we've also got places um, like the Great Barrier Reef, um, which is massive and it's absolutely beautiful. I've been to the Great Barrier Reef a couple of times, and um, it's just gorgeous. And something that if you are planning to come to australia really don't miss it it is just um, it's worth going and even spending a couple of days swimming around and if you scuba dive scuba diving in the great barrier reef it's just beautiful but if you don't scuba dive and i don't Um, then you can just snorkel, and even snorkeling is just amazing. And there's lots of, you know, the Great Barrier Reef is hundreds of kilometres long, so you can go from the Whitsundays or Cairns or there's lots and lots and lots of places that you can get to the Great Barrier Reef from um, on the um, uh, eastern coast, and it's really worth going and having a look. But as well as that, we've got lots of wine regions. Um, we love wine, of course, and we love making wine. So you can go to, you know, we've got um, uh, vineyards just outside of Sydney. We've got some outside of Melbourne. We've got some uh, Margaret River, which I think is probably the most famous um you know, not far outside of Perth. And um, in my opinion, the wine from Margaret River is probably the best in Australia, Um, but we've got loads and loads of wineries around um, and loads of um, vineyards, you know, and areas for wine um, in Australia. So we've got some in Tasmania, some outside Melbourne, lots in New South Wales, lots in Perth. Um, and so, no matter really where where you go, you will be able to find um, some lovely wineries, and um, and really go and visit those if you're coming here. And um, you know, and also be mindful. I've heard people say to me, you know, I'm going to go and spend a day in Melbourne, and a day in Brisbane, and a day in Sydney, and a day in Perth, and like you just can't do that. Like, um, I mean. Melbourne is an hour's flight from Sydney, um, Brisbane is an hour and a half's flight from Sydney, and Perth is like a five or a six-hour flight from Sydney. So Australia is big. You know, people, people don't realise how big Australia is. They think, oh, no, you know, it's just this tiny little island in the middle of nowhere. Um and it's not. It's a really, really big island in the middle of nowhere. So um, and, and you know, unlike Europe and um, places like that, you know, I always laugh and, you know, from Sydney I can fly an hour in any direction and I still haven't left the country and very similar to Canada and the United States in that way. So um, just be mindful of that. If you're going to come for a week, Choose one area and just have a good look around that one area, so choose Sydney or Melbourne or um you know Cairns or the Whit Sundays or something like that or an island we've got loads and loads of beautiful islands so um, you can go to any of those so do we um we also do have um you know lots of um not tornadoes but hurricanes and stuff like that. That's further up north, but we do have them. And um we just and we generally have them um January, February, the last couple of years. Fortunately we haven't, but we do have them. And also be mindful if you are thinking about coming to Australia. Um, especially if you're coming in summer, Cairns is absolutely blazing hot. It's about 40 degrees or hotter every day. So unless you're really used to the heat, Cairns will just be way too hot. Um, Go somewhere like Sydney, um, Brisbane or Melbourne um, or even Perth and it's much cooler. Uh, It's still in the high 20s, low 30s, sometimes even makes it into the 40s, but it's still much cooler than Cairns. So there's lots to see here. It's a wonderful country. People that come here, come and go oh my god this is so much different to what i expected and it really is it's sort of like the unexpected country people have seen lots of photos and then they come here and they get a really pleasant surprise about how pretty it is how um laid back it is how friendly people are and um and they can see that we've got a really nice lifestyle and um we've got a lovely cafe and restaurant culture so you know you can sit by the water and a sip a glass of wine or have a lovely meal and um, we've got lots of places that you can go and um, some you know a lot of places say at Manly and Bondi that are close to the water really are only there for tourists but if you go not far out even a you know a couple of beaches away you'll find much more local areas and um they're much nicer. So be mindful of that as well. So I really hope you've enjoyed hearing a little bit about Australia and why we love living here and we're well aware that we are a long way from um, everything and everyone and wherever we go in the world it takes us a day to get there so um, I was overseas in December in Europe and people were saying oh you know it was a 10-hour flight for us and I said you know it was a 24-hour flight for me and um, they were like oh my god 24 hours but you know, it's well worth it. And I like being a long way away from everywhere. Um, it makes me feel safer. And, um, you know, we can be away from what um, what's going on everywhere else. Um, in the world someone just said can't wait to come and visit I can't wait for you to come and visit either Christine Um, so Christine keeps promising she's going to come this year and visit me so let's see if she does because I have been saying she needs to have a holiday Um, and um, you do need to have a holiday every year (laughs) excuse me Um, just to recharge the batteries and So if you know any Australians, we will be saying to you, you need to have a holiday and recharge your batteries and, you know, to get on with the year. And so we do. um, The one thing that we love to do is have holidays, take time off work and spend it with family. So, Christine, you're up. Come to visit. She's promised she's going to come this year. She's promised she's going to come in uh autumn or spring because i think summer might be a little bit too hot um and um because she's coming from canada but um if you do want to come come it's a great country you will have lots of fun and the funny thing i don't know if other countries have it but we have like the the giant banana and the giant koala and the giant everything oh my god they're dreadful avoid them but other than that come enjoy enjoy the beaches enjoy the warmth we have a great lifestyle great wines it's all good fun and um, and I'd love to see you here and I'd love to see what you think. And make sure you do try Vegemite because I'll guarantee you'll probably hate it. Thank you
0: for fun. listening to It Starts Bye. With a Dream Show with Bronwyn Smith. Arrange your one-on-one appointment today with Bronwyn via email at bronwyn@bronwynsmith.com. It Starts With a Dream with Bronwyn Smith returns on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, dream big.